And welcome to episode 53 of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe, and as always, I'm joined by Wib. Say hello. Hello. And I'm also joined by Drummer Matt. Say hello. Hello. How are you lovely gentlemen today? I'm okay. How are you, Matt? I'm, I'm well, and to finish the circle joke, Snipe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like finishing the circle joke. It's supposed to be a team effort. <laughs> I'm fine. Thank you, Drummer Matt. <laughs> so, moving Fucking swiftly on. Uh, we have some some tabletop Warhammer news that we want to talk about. Yeah, because uh, Warhammer Fest was on over the weekend. Well, I, it would have been the previous weekend it's, when it's, this goes it out. It was over on a weekend. It was over on a weekend in Coventry. In Coventry. Um, what? Why? I still think it should be in Nottingham. Yeah, that makes way more sense. I know. Uh, I, I think it's just because it was a place that's the right size for them. Nottingham is big. Not... As a city, yes, but, like, Warhammer World is quite small. Yeah, but it's like, I can catch a bus to Warhammer World. <laughs> yeah, I mean... So we... maybe they should think about me for a change. <laughs> to be fair, we are we have been uh, saying that we're going to try and go to the next one. Yeah, um, do you really want to go to the next one? Drone Matt, come with us, because you'll be back in the country maybe then. Uh, yeah, may- maybe just about, yeah. Yeah, so come with us, it'll be super cool. Yeah, if I'm back, I'll come with you. Shit, yeah. Cool. cool. We can do the vlogs and the, the, the cool content. Oh, yeah, we can make all the hype content for the YouTubes. <gasps> and then we can pay people to pretend that they recognise us. <laughs> It'll be awesome! <laughs> what, shall we like, go up to like one of like, the Black Library authors and go, yeah, like... like if, if, like, Gav Thorpe or Robbie... Any, any of them are there, just go, look, if I give you £27.50... Will you pretend that you're a fan of ours, please? No, what I want them to say is, "Oh, hey, it's it, it's it's Snip and Web." Like to get our name not quite right. <laughs> it's just Drama Matt and I. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like that's kind of my name, so it would be wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's Snip and and, and Web, yeah. and yeah. you're like, I'm, I am also here, like, and that guy, <laughs> and also Percussion Man. <laughs> Percussion Mark. <laughs> Percussion Mark. <laughs> okay, I'm going to start talking about Warhammer Fest properly. No, I want to talk about the horrible bastardizations of like the weird Chinese bootlegs of us. <laughs> anyway, but they announced a bunch of stuff and showed off a bunch of stuff at Warhammer Fest. Um, we're not going to mention everything, uh, largely because we don't care about everything. <laughs> I mean, and if you think we do... I don't know who you're thinking. <laughs> maybe <laughs> but, you're thinking of percussion mark and web. Well, maybe. But we're going to go through some uh, some of the stuff uh, that kind of jumped out to us. Yes. Uh, namely, uh, they finally unveiled what one of the new sister models will look like. Oh, I know. And it looks fucking great. It looks amazing. <laughs> it does look good. Oh god, I oh, I am so hyped for new sisters. Like they they did basically nearly everything I wanted from it, yeah. so it's like, good. It was far better than I was expecting, yeah, honestly. No, I, I, I'm really impressed. I like how she's like, she's this stern, scarred badass, and 
Oh god, I love her yeah, so Yeah, well, I mean, it's based off one of the cooler bits of artwork. Yeah, that is like one of my favourite pictures of a sister ever. Yeah, it's... It's amazing. It's pretty great, and that one, due to the elaborate base, I, I don't know exactly what that model will be, like if it'll have actual rules or if it's more just for showing off purposes. Don't really mind either way, I just want it. Yeah, but that's apparent. Yeah, if that's the way they're going with them, that's, that's cool. They do, they done good. They done very good. Yeah, apparently that one's coming out before the main wave, so yeah, it's supposed to be coming out like this year or something. Isn't uh, it? Maybe I didn't see a time. Um, I know it's, it's supposed to be released before, like next year when the sisters are released. Well, yeah, but it could be released next year before the sisters are released as well. I don't Let know if me it's said. fucking dream that it's like <laughs> two months. Okay, Jesus Christ, I need this. How long have people been fucking waiting? Don't be that guy. Ah, uh, fuck. The original sister models are like. Early 90s. So at least 476 <laughs> years. Um, n- n- no. Yeah. Right, let's move on. Uh, the next thing is there is Adeptus Titanicus, which is a new game based on an old game. What do you mean? Like Epic used to be called Adeptus Titanicus? Well, I don't th- it wasn't was really... Wasn't like the beta name for it or something? No, no, no. Well, Adeptus Titanicus was its own thing as far as I'm aware. And Epic's kind of a separate thing that involves mm. things more than Titans. But I haven't but played either you, of them, so I don't know. Can you blame me? Because there's about 87 different things that are Rogue Trader. There are <laughs> literally now three separate game systems called Rogue Trader, yes. So, yeah, they kind of suck at naming things. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, there's a bunch of different um, Epic scale stuff. Mm. Um between Epic and then there's Adeptus Titanicus, and then I think Space Marine was an add-on to that. And yeah. there's like Apocalypse Iron. The PC Sorry, game Apocalypse Space Marine was an add-on to the Epic board game. No, yes, no. it was. <laughs> it was amazing. See, this is the problem. I was talking about this on Twitter because they name everything the fucking same. Sometimes it gets really confusing. It's like when I was searching for information on the defunct MMO Dark Millennium, and all I got was fucking information on the card game called Dark Millennium and the second edition expansion <laughs> called Dark Millennium. Yeah. Like, have new names for things, please. We should buy them a thesaurus. A thesaurus, you say? Yeah, that's what we should buy them. Because, like, I'd be okay with, like, Shadow Imperium, or Shade Imperium, or Not Quite Lit Up Imperium. <laughs> dim Imperium. A dim Imperium. <laughs> Murky Imperium. Murky, yeah. Yeah, Dim, I think. That's what, yeah. Excellent. Dim Imperium. Dim Imperium. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, yeah, I'm just, just going to say this podcast is going to last so fucking long. <laughs> you're, you're not editing it. I don't know what you're complaining about. <laughs> this is this is that this is a problem for tomorrow, me. <laughs> yes, this is your problem, and you will have to deal with it. I'll just get myself a bottle of vodka and cry. Yeah, that's how I solve most of my problems. There is that. <laughs> anyway, Adeptus Titanicus. It's yeah, a Which small, one? Sc- the new one. <laughs> the luckiest game. Oh my. A small scale. Um, Titan combat game with um, Imperial Knights the size of Space Marines that are adorable. Aww. They're super cute. It's coming out even with um, like terrain and stuff, so oh, like nice. little buildings mm. that are even littler than the little buildings you can already get. That means you can use them on like a normal like game of 40k and just pretend that everyone's giant. <laughs> everyone's gone to the model village for a weekend. Yes. <laughs> and then just happen to have a fight. Or oh, you can get a proper Imperial Knight. Oh. <laughs> So, Ooh. how big are the Titans in this scale, then? Just to get my head to head around um, it a bit. Well, as I say, the Imperial Knights are about the same size as a Space Marine. Okay. Because they're on a 32 mil base. Super diddle. So, I mean, I guess, like, Reavers are a bit bigger than, say, a Dreadnought, I guess? 
They're probably about the size of a contemptor. Okay. So they're you know like so a um, a fully fledged like Imperator Titan are actually still quite big, yeah. but obviously not as ludicrously gigantic as like a four twelve one. Yes, they've explicitly stated it is set during the Heresy initially. So presumably okay. there'll be like an expansion yeah. that's not or something later on. Yeah, cool. But yeah, it looks pretty cool. Apparently the rules are based on the old game, so um, but it's obviously a modernised version, so that's kind of cool. cool. Yeah, I've never I'd never heard of the original one of those, to be honest. Yeah, it was. It's from like 1988. I think. Okay, so it's it's not like it's it, it's a a game that has been around while you've been playing. Yeah, so, you know. Um, but that's that's mostly it for like the 40k um, sort of stuff. But there is a few Age of Sigma things that are kind of interesting. I would also agree. As, as the writer of as, Age of Sigma. As the, the sole writer and creator yeah. of Age of Sigma and everything Warhammer Fantasy, I'm very proud of what I brought, or what I allowed my ghost writers, well, I'm, I'm the ghost writer, what I allowed my ghost faces <laughs> to go and do. Okay, well, there has been a new edition of the game. Yes. So there's a new edition of Age of Sigma out. Uh, I don't really know that much about it, but I just thought I'd mention it. Well, I mean, I do, but I'm going to feign ignorance. Okay, okay. Um... There is also a new um, Age of Sigmar webcomic that's come out called Role Models. That is so weird to me that I wrote a webcomic called Role Models. <laughs> it's, that just seems so weird. I mean, I really like how GW are kind of going, oh shit, yeah, this community thing, we should probably do something about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the fact that they actually they've started putting out like leggings and stuff, which I'm in love with. Oh, yeah. You get like sister leggings, cornate leggings. I don't like the Space Wolf leggings because they're fucking powder blue. Like, yeah. I hate I hate powder blue space wolves. And I'm like, oh, all this other stuff, and I'm like, well, I, I need the sister leggings, but they're like, they are very expensive. Yeah, relatively expensive for yeah. them. But I, oh god, I love I love this thing they're doing. It's cool. I love it. It's cool. Um, the first uh, the first episode episode issue page whatever you want to call it of the new webcomic is out, and it's but it's just kind of an introductory thing. So yeah. You know, it is what it is. But there was also another new faction released, because apparently that's just what they do in Age of Sigma now, is release a new faction every month. Well, yeah. Um, which I'm not totally against, because the models have generally been great, even if I don't, you know, play the game. Yeah. Uh, but the new one is the Night Haunt. I really like these guys, because I made them. Um, <laughs> there's, oh god. It's the an army of ghost skeletons. Ghost skeletons, it's so cool. Ghost skeletons. Yes. Yeah. My favourite model is this like this this guy on a big skeletal horse holding a sword in the air, and I'm like, that is fucking awesome. There's like a ghost like chariot as well. There is also ghost horse with scythe that is based on that. Looks like it's based on that weird Welsh thing with screaming ghost oh, horse. Oh, that thing! I, I, can, I can never remember the name of it, but it's amazing. Yeah, I, that's my favourite thing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so the ghost haunt look really, really fun. They're super, um, super cool. Okay. Are they new Tomb Kings then? Or are they... I think so. Cause yeah, probably. They do seem allied to, to Nagash, and he's to do with Tomb Kings, isn't he? Yeah. Or is he just undead? As the, uh, the writer, I can confirm that Nagash is directly related to the Tomb Kings and the Night Haunt, and also Sigma in ways that will we'll be revealed... Okay. My next book. Good. Imperium 2. Imperium 2. Die another day. Yeah. 
in which you read it and halfway through you remember that you were supposed to be writing about Age of Sigma and so you hastily correct all the parts to say Space Marines. Like you can physically see them no, crossed all, out in crayon. It's already been printed, so now I've got to cross out John McClane and put in Sigma over it. Or Is, it, ju- is it just the script of... It's, of it's, it's, it's basically, I rewrote the script of Die Hard 2, but then forgot halfway through that the subtitle for that wasn't Die Another Day, and it was actually a James Bond movie, yeah. and then I halfway through turned it into a James Bond book. Yeah. But then I crossed out all the main characters' names, put Sigma, and... You know, you know Die Hard is actually based on a novel, and it's apparently shite. I have heard something about that. <laughs> um, I don't know what it's called offhand, but yeah, it is apparently based on like a really shit schlocky novel. Oh. Well, I mean, you know. Uh, there is the, the most important news from Warhammer Fest, though. You're right. Um, All and... this shit is dust compared to this news. So, uh, are you familiar with a character called, I think it's Gotrek Gurnison? I think it's how you pronounce Got-rek. it. Gotrek. 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 Are you familiar with that name, Matt? Um... Gotrekt. Son of Gurnus. I'd say yes, but I'd be lying. Okay. Just well, say yes, I do it. <laughs> I lie all the fucking time. <laughs> I wrote fucking Age of Sigmar, apparently. Fuck, look how easy that shit is. Um, but he's a dwarf slayer, so you know the ones with the giant oh, axes yeah, and all okay, that. Yeah, the Nakey boys. They're um, the ones that literally just grow their beards out so tight, and then they kind of wrap them under their under- undercarriage, and then like put them between their steely butt cheeks. Yeah, they are the naked dwarf men, yeah. which is fantastic. Um... So he's he's you know a name character's been around for a while and he's in a new audio drama that's coming out called Realm Slayer. Do you want to know who's voicing this dwarf slayer? Yes, I do. It's Brian Blessed. <laughs> I, I did see that. <laughs> did you hear the preview? <laughs> no, I haven't. Is that a preview? Oh my god, yes. oh, dude! It is life changing. Yes. It, it, it's it's peak blessed. Oh, it's, so. oh, it's it's. Fucking borderline musical. It's so bombastic. Okay, it's right. amazing. He's he's going full Prince Voltan on this, oh, so it's it's good. Nice. Um, it's it's one of those don't play Age of Sigma, but want kind this. of want to hear Brian Blessed shout for an hour and a half or however long yeah. it is because that's always fun. But yeah, so um, there's a bunch of other stuff that was uh, that was announced there. Like there's a few, I think some new Forge World stuff shown off and things yeah, like that. I saw but, a hoodie. Yeah, there's some fun, uh, fun like imperial. Do think how expensive oh, they're yeah. gonna be? Like imperial hoodies, like with the aquila across them, yeah. and sort of cut in a way that I think it's supposed to evoke space marine armor. It's, yeah. but yeah, so a bunch of a bunch of little stuff, and yeah, um, as I say, like for next year, we're gonna try and get down there, absolutely, um, one way yeah, or the other. Good. Did I see that there's new um, Middle Earth models? On the list of news. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was mentioned, like, but I haven't looked into have that. A, is, is anyone still playing any of the like Lord of the Rings Hobbit games? Is I that... didn't think anyone was. I thought they moved on from those about eight years ago. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I keep I, I always forget that's a thing. Periodically, you do still see a new model come out, mostly for like Forge World. Yeah. Okay. Um, that they put one out. You do occasionally see things like that. If I'm remembering correctly, I may be imagining things. I'm sorry if I'm imagining. Yeah, no, things. I thought they. I just. I didn't realise anyone was still paying attention to that. Generally, it's one of those things that when I see someone talk about it, it's them complaining because they still want to play it and no one in their area still mm. plays it. I really, like, seriously, my heart goes out to those people. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Because yeah. I, like, everyone's had a, a, at least a bit of that kind of thing where you're, like, super into something and no one else gives any fucks. So I, well, it's I like wish... when you're playing the one multiplayer game 
and no one else play it wants to play it with no you. one fucking cares and you're like okay <laughs> i like the game it's fun but yeah, uh, so I, I I mean, have you looked up at those models, Matt? No, no, I just saw that they released them, but I ah, okay. don't play it, so I didn't look. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, so some cool stuff was announced, some cool stuff was shown off. So Absolutely. Hopefully there's a couple of those things, especially the new sister model that we'll definitely uh, get oh, our hands on yes. as soon as we can. Because then I can justify getting a Celestine. Because <laughs> I just think Celestine suits me. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Make it work. Yeah. Oh, we got that PO box. What we've done set up, but it's not officially set up yet. But it's going to be. So watch this space. Oh yeah, we did finally. uh, We did finally get the PO box all registered and everything. We're waiting for a letter for them. Yeah. From from them. From them. Do they put the letter in your PO box? Honestly, (laughs) it's not nationalised, so I think maybe they will. You can you uh, yeah you you cannot trust them. Uh, basically, we're we're waiting on um, the further information, and it should be active. I think on the twenty. It's on the twenty third of May, but we're going to be putting out a video with the address in and a bunch of kind of rules. Okay, nice. And kind of like guidelines and things like that. So. Like, don't fucking send us that weird Swedish thing. Stirstromig. Stirstromig. Yeah. Don't that's... send us that. Like, don't send us Battenberg because it is just wasting food. And like, <laughs> people are going to send you Battenberg. No, this is the thing. If if I don't want to get sent Battenberg, because I'm not even going to acknowledge it. I'm just going to throw it away, and I don't want to throw it away because that you know that's food someone could need. So in, how about instead of sending me Battenberg, go buy uh, I don't know how much Battenberg is like two pounds worth of food and pop it in like the food bin like for the like the food banks near your house. Or something. Go do something like that. Or give, or give it to somebody who's like panhandling for change. Like, just don't send it to me. <laughs> you don't want it. I will literally fucking kill a person. <laughs> I will fucking murder someone, and they'll like that person will be missed. <laughs> I don't want to do that, but I will. If you want to draw me a picture of Battenberg, that's fine. Because you know, I mean, I'll hate you, but. <laughs> Like you're not gonna, I'm not gonna be wasting food. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so PO box will be, uh, will, will be open soon because a few people have said they'd like to, you know, send in like uh, pictures and letters and things. And yeah, a few or, people, or like, like a couple of people have made like one-off models that they want to send or something. I can't remember. There's, there's, there's a few things. There's a few here, things. So, uh, we thought it was about, it was about time. So that'll be open soon. Uh, the other thing, sort of, sort of generally talk about, is that we've all been playing Gaslands. <laughs> we have. <laughs> Yeah, you guys have roped Ruth and I in. Yeah, so yeah, we've we're had okay a, with this. But we've had a couple of big, uh, big games. So like eight cars present. Yep. Mm-hmm. Each with each with two vehicles. I do actually now physically have a full team. I've like customized and painted up a couple mm-hmm. of cars. So mm. no, I have a full team too. Just, that is not painted yet. I mean, obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth. But yeah. Yeah, I just I, I need to come up with a name for my team because inevitably because they're, they're sponsored by Slime, you which just is call them Slime Time. That's the thing in in my head. I'll try and come up with like a cool name, but it's just you're just going to call them Slime Time. You know that's going to happen. Yeah, well, at least everyone else is anyway, so you kind of might as well go with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to call them Slime Time. I guess that's just going to happen. Mm. Slime Time One, Slime Time Two, <laughs> Slime Time and Slime Crime. <laughs> oh, that's quite good. Mm. <laughs> But yeah, so we, we played a few big games, and I feel that 
in our first game where we all played because oh no I, I i loved our first game where all four of us played that was great because yeah just just in case you haven't uh, heard us talk about it in the last couple of podcasts but yeah gaslands is a like car combat game where you use like customized hot wheels cars yeah and you, you know you can either race or have like destruction derby things and yeah. you know there's a zombie mode as well which we've not oh yeah there's a zombie <laughs> yeah, mode there's yeah. a couple of other weird modes we've just done the basic ones um, and we've been playing, and that's what we've been playing. Um, so, in Snipes' first game, can you please enlighten us as to what you did turn one? Okay, so I feel that that's a very leading question. What, because it leads you to tell the awful truth? Basically. Okay, so, little background on my team. So I've gone with Warden, because being an Australian, I find that's kind of a bit gallows humour. Haha, <laughs> uh-huh, I'm a convict. Not yeah. taking the prison car upgrade on your vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> so, I kind of, I don't know, I just, I played the game how I feel like it should be played. Like, calm again. <laughs> you mean how you took off from the start line, Yeah. swerved wildly across the entire track... Causing Matt's car with an exploding ram to ram straight into you, like didn't have a choice in the matter, mm-hmm. <laughs> which explode fully exploded you. Yeah, like literally destroyed you. Turn one, gear one. Yeah, but your car, which ex- honestly I was aiming for, which caused your car to explode, wiping out. Well, I think first it caused it to. So when you're wrecked, it like potentially flies forwards so where it goes forward and it hits someone else it hit oh, yeah, the back of roofs so then we had to deal with that collision and then it exploded which took out someone else and then that one moved forward and then hit someone else this turn took so long <laughs> it was like an hour for a turn or it something. was awesome and then at the end like my first car was fine and then it was like right that's that was the end of wait that's the end of my turn i haven't done anything for yeah, like and half it was, an hour. it was the end of drama matt's turn <laughs> And then his van got stuck there the rest of the game behind me because like every time it, like because you tried to move out and you had to collide with my my wreck again, which I think didn't that wipe you out or something. Yeah. And then my car that was starting behind you rammed into your car and oh, just kept going ridiculous. on and on. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> I love this game. But I mean, you did so well, Matt, because you made a car, the, your other car, got away from the start line super quick because you'd put like a nitro booster on it and you just wanted a quick car that could get out ahead of people. Yeah, I figured I just wanted to get out of the way because there's going to be... I didn't realise there was going to be quite as much carnage as there was quite quickly. You didn't realise that you were playing with a chaotic fucking, but, like, neutral. But yeah, I figured I'd get one of them and just out of the way as soon as possible. Yeah. And so it, the game really ended up with a massive clusterfuck at the start line and then... Your like performance car and one of my performance cars chasing each yeah. other around, <laughs> doing yeah, basically that's... no damage to each other, and then we both managed to wipe out and crash by ourselves just by not going around corners very well. Yeah, <laughs> we're taking corners but, at massively high gear. But the important factor to remember is I that, fucked everything up. No, that yes, we both wiped out taking multiple corners at high speed, but I wiped out. And was totally fine. You wiped out, slammed into a wall, and also exploded. Yeah, that, that did happen. <laughs> <laughs> I love it how Ruth was just kind of out for a Sunday drive. <laughs> well, she'd taken a gyrocopter and so was just flying around throwing Molotovs at people. Yeah, she completely wrecked my car, like my remaining car with a Molotov. Yeah. She just kept chucking Molotovs at me. 
<laughs> I'm like, no, we have a common enemy. Everyone who isn't me. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we've um, we've we've stocked up on Hot Wheels, and so we've got a few th- things a to make a few problem. teams. Yeah, yeah. Cause um, until now, we've been playing on Tabletop Simulator, which is fine and someone i don't know who they are so i can't credit them but someone's done a good job of like making a tabletop simulator version of it with like all the templates and everything um but it just takes i think it's a relatively slow game when you're not quite sure what you're doing anyway well not not slow game it just takes a while to finish a race or finish an arena or whatever but everything just takes twice as long on tabletop simulator yeah because you gotta fuck around and I'm pretty sure the dice, like, I don't think they're as randomised as... <laughs> I don't think they're random at all. Mm. Sometimes it does look a little suspicious. Although I, I, I mean, those four twos I rolled yesterday. To be fair, when we the game we played yesterday, we all rolled so horrendously badly at times. Mm. Although I did find out that no matter how big your ram is, ramming a monster truck with your small car <laughs> head-on does not end oh, yeah, well. because Ruth took a monster truck and just... Fucking owned you, <laughs> and I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to take my, I'm just going to take my regular team. They're both performance cars, but let's see how that works. Turns out, in like a destruction derby type scenario, performance cars not so great. No, I took, I decided to kind of give in to my incredibly reckless nature and take a buggy that was not only has a plus one to explosions, uh, it uh, it has an exploding ram on it as well. I also loaded it down with grenades, so it's even more volatile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's it's basically a ten point moving bomb. Yeah, really. And drummer Matt took the fuck bus. <laughs> yeah, that's not what I named it, but it's what you named it. No, dude, it was the fuck bus. <laughs> See, I I was just like sitting there going tabletop wise. I can imagine like I'm just like sitting in my buggy driving around, and I just hear over the distance the muffled tune of the B-52's Love Shack playing. <laughs> and I don't know where it's coming from, but I know it's from the fuck bus. <laughs> and it's coming again. Yeah, because like... Because it fucking broadsided <laughs> I think me. to sum up the bus, like... So when <laughs> when you're wrecked, you've got a chance of exploding. And you roll, you roll one dice, and if you get a six, you explode. But you add to your dice roll one for each, like, explosive thing you have on your vehicle. So if you've got, like... I don't know, if you've got, like, two or three grenades or something, you add that number like two or three onto your dice roll if if i ever wrecked i would have added plus 23 to my dice roll <laughs> yeah because it had so many grenades and molotovs and rockets and things and eight, eight fucking crew, crew members. members but the downside of that it was the only vehicle i had so and it could only get up to third gear and for those who don't yeah. know you play around everyone in first gear or higher goes then everyone in second gear or higher goes then third fourth fifth sixth so it meant that half the turn i wasn't doing anything and then i only had one vehicle so each each gear phase i only had one thing going instead of two so but the thing is you have I, f- well i will not shed a tear for the fuck bus <laughs> this thing this I thing literally cannot. can uh, can do rocket broadsides because you fit <laughs> rockets what to the it side did to of me. it I, my fucking poor suicide buggy is just like i got one fucking hull point left fuck my life uh, but yeah, um, I just wanted to explode people. I, I do kind of want to make a bus or some large vehicle now because I seeing you do a do a broadside attack on someone. I'm like, oh, I just want to do that now. Why don't have we a... just play a fucking pirate game? <laughs> because it's not as fun if it's not a bus that's yeah. designed to look like a pirate. <laughs> okay. I mean, oh, I could. Oh, yeah. that would be amazing. Just like strap like a mast onto like a Hot Wheels bus. Yeah. Oh. Why do I play games with you? <laughs> Sounds amazing. 
It's look, you've introduced someone who play like in 40k plays orcs. Making dumb themed things is like <laughs> the entire shtick. Yeah, no, okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but yeah, so we, we uh, you know, we're probably going to occasionally mention Gaslands a lot. Occasionally oh. mention Gaslands a lot. You, uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, we are. That's about right. Uh, just because it's yeah, it, it's a tabletop game we've all kind of gotten into. So you know, yeah. Hopefully we'll be able to play an actual physical game soon. Yeah, because yeah, we because we don't have the physical things to play it yet. No, so, but we will. As long as we can get a photocopier, like we can print off yeah. the templates. In and... this economy, <laughs> like it's relative. Like all you need to do, you print off the templates, which you like print them off from the PDF rulebook, or photocopy them from the rulebook if you've got a physical one. And then you sort of need special dice, but also you could just say, okay, a one is this, a two is this. So yeah. you really don't actually need much to get an actual game going oh yeah yeah it's relatively simple i mean to be fair like the full set of stuff you can get for 48 pounds yeah so all the physical stuff well then that's yeah. for like all the things and it's just we haven't but been able to justify to, buying that yeah yet. you need to make your own cars or just buy your own cars yeah but so. since uh you know you can buy a hot wheels car for like one pound fifty it's yeah. probably all right uh, oh drama Matt, that reminds me uh the car we bought for you the little the little bug oh, yes it has suspension nice so you push down on it, and it does it does the oh, cool. suspension thing. <laughs> yeah, just just for clar- just for um, clarity, that we we bought like a job lot of Hot Wheels cars off eBay at, because one of them was a Volkswagen Beetle, and we knew Matt wanted a Beetle, so we bought one for him. <laughs> yeah, like oh, an old school Beetle thanks, that goes bib bib. <laughs> and yes, it's weird; it has suspension, so you'll have to you'll have to glue all that up. Yeah, that is actually the the worst part of Gaslands is having to put the glue. Into the wheels of the car so they don't move around. It's horrible. Mm. It, you, it's a weird kind of sacrilege. Yeah. It really is. It doesn't feel right at all. Especially if you've got like a good one that has really good roll on it. And you're like, oh, oh I you feel mean bad. like my ute? Oh, that was suave. A nice die cast. It was like... And then I had to glue the wheels up and my heart... It's... It broke. Yeah. That's... It's not a good you thing. You hurt the things you love. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, we should probably move on to what we've been up to. Aside from the gas lines and stuff. I mean, yeah, I guess. If you want to do that, that's fine. Okay. What else did you want to say? I didn't want to say anything. I just wanted to challenge you vaguely <laughs> and just kind of oh. be a bit competitive. Okay. Any particular reason? I just feel that people have come to expect such a thing. And okay. you know what? I want to give the people what they want. Okay. Well, you've uh, you've ticked that box. So, Matt, what have you been up to? Um, a few bits and bobs. I've been plodding along with L.A. Noir. Nice. Um, I think I've come to the conclusion. Yeah. I don't think it's a very good game. In general. I think the concept is oh. perfect, but the execution is near impossible to get right. Yeah, it's just, I think it's so linear. Like, whatever you do, the story progresses and it makes no difference. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's just like, and the story, like, there's bits of it. And I think what, like, brought that home as well is that there's various, I won't say what, but there's various cutscenes where your character goes off and does a thing that's stupid. Oh, yeah, yes. Very and, much so. And it's like, well, so now I'm not, it's not like, I'm not, like, role-playing as this character. Because then he goes off and does things that has more of an impact on the plot, just in a cutscene that I have nothing to do with. So all you're doing is just like following someone around and occasionally doing quick time events to get through it. So yeah, I've come to the conclusion that which is fine if that had been the thing from start to finish, but it did kind of start off with this is the character and you are controlling them based on your interpretation of said character. So you can role play it a little bit. Yeah, 
but it's, it starts off like that, and then it's like, oh, by the way, I'm just going to wrestle control and do something so buttfuck stupid, and you're like, okay. I, I think part it's it's another one of those problems with the game having a strong start, and then the second half of the game, like narratively being a bit of a mess, yeah. is that it allows you to notice all of yeah. the other flaws in the game. Because you're not invested in the overarching plot. Yeah. Or at least I wasn't. I I basically didn't care about what was happening for the second half of the game. Yeah, I'm going to finish it off now at some point. Um, just be, I yeah. think I've only got like three or four cases left or something. So I'm going to finish it just for the sake of finishing it. But yeah, yeah I, I had better hopes. And to be honest, I wouldn't recommend anyone play it really unless they got it for free and want, were intrigued. Okay. I mean, I, I like it more than you do, but yeah... yeah. <laughs> I would say if it's if it's like reasonably cheap, get it and just because it is a fun mechanic for the first ten hours or so. But after that, it really just drops off a cliff. Yeah. But I'd say yeah, pick it up cheap if you're interested. I'd like to play it in VR just to fuck around. Oh yeah, no, that would be that would be fun. <laughs> that would be really yeah. fun, just doing stupid shit. Yeah, no, I'll give it that. Um, so that's been sort of on the on the back burner a bit, just because I can't be asked. Um, I started playing a new game, Fez. Uh, a oh, new for yeah. me game, obviously. This, I mean, everyone <laughs> knows what I'm going to say is not going to be a modern game. I don't actually know when it came out. Well, yeah. Welcome to the Misanthropod, where we talk about old games. <laughs> it's quite, it's quite old now. Yeah. I think it's at least oh, seven, eight hundred yeah, years old. Yeah, maybe. Um, for those who don't know, it's like a 2D puzzle platformer thing with the neat twist in that. You're, it's 2D, but you can change the perspective of the 2D. Yeah, it like spins around. Yeah, so you can like make things line up or not. And yeah, and front loading my opinions with it now. I think this game is perfect. Oh, okay. I think it's one of the for what it is. Like you know, if you want a 3D shooter, obviously it's not. But if you want a puzzle platformer game, I would go as far as to say it's basically perfect. I'm massively enjoying it. Have you guys played it? Well, I, I, I've never actually played it. No, to be I'm not. I'm not really into. Yeah. Not really a massive uh, goer when it comes to puzzle. Yeah, platforms. I mean that's that's what I mean. Like, if you don't like puzzle platformy type games, you presumably yeah, won't like it. But if you if yeah. that's the sort of game you're after, I'd highly recommend. Um, yeah, it's just one of those games that I've just somehow avoided playing without intending yeah, to. Like, likewise, it's, it's been on the long list of like I will play yeah, it. Yeah, likewise. Point. Until it, it was on, it was on sale like not long ago, and I picked it up for a couple of quid, I think, or something. Um, not not knowing anything about it, like I knew the screenshots, but beyond that, I didn't know anything. Yeah, I think it, it came out like right bef- in in the sort of like batch of like top tier indie games. Before I started paying attention to such things, yeah. so it, it's sort of yeah, just kind of passed me by. Yeah, um, no, I, I I'm massively enjoying it. Like the sound, the soundtrack is great. It's really pretty. It's obviously it's all pixelated and whatnot, but it's it's really nice. And the animations, the character, are really nice. And like you leave him alone for a bit, and he goes to sleep, and it's just adorable. <laughs> that sounds super cute. And like it's slightly meta, but not in a like it's slightly self-aware, but. Not as much to be like trying too hard or annoying. It's like just they've like got it just right, I think. And like the thing, I, one of the things I like about it is like you get like a map to show you where you're going around, and like each room on the map it says what there is left to find in the room. So whether there's any more of the items you need to collect or puzzles to solve or things. So it's like because the worst bit about these games usually for me is that I'll spend ages in a room making sure I haven't missed anything before I move on because that's how I play all games. 
Whereas for yeah. this, it tells me if I'm looking for something or not. But like, it tells you just enough to think, okay, there might be something here. But like, you don't spend ages doing things as a waste, or you can, you don't. I know that I'm not missing anything because if I'm missing it, it will show up on the map as being not found yet. So for me, it like ticks all the boxes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, cool. Um, I'm going to give you one piece of advice then, Matt. Yes. And I, I won't say I won't go dwell on the subject at all, but I'll just say this: do not. Google the designer at all. Okay, I haven't. Because you will find a whole heap of bullshit that you don't want to get into. Okay. Just enjoy right. the purity. Yeah, again. didn't know about that. Um, I will... Okay. <laughs> I will just appreciate the art, but not the yes. artist, I guess. And mm-hmm. I won't look it up yeah. and upset myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, aside from the from whatever that might be. Um, but the game itself, I'm p- properly enjoying it. And like, yeah, the puzzles are like, I've got like my whole desk at the moment is covered in bits of paper where I've actually had to take notes on things because like <laughs> most of the puzzles you can solve in the room relatively like, if you once you've worked them out they're relatively straightforward. Um, once you know, once you've worked out what it is in the room you're looking for or what you have to do, but some of them there's like I won't go into any details in case anyone wants to play it, but like some of them I've had to like yeah actually write down notes on bits of paper and scribble down codes and things and <laughs> yeah and it's just the right level of like complicated but logical yeah, massive yeah and the main character is a drummer just to top it all off so <laughs> i wonder why drummer matt likes it so like it's much. not part of the, it's I not part why of the, drummer matt likes it so it's not much. part of the I wonder story why percussion mike likes it so much <laughs> <laughs> it's not part of the story as such it's just it, he's also that this is a thing that he does so yeah, yeah. no i yeah Really, really enjoying it. One of my oh, favourite cool. games I've played for quite a while. So, yeah. Oh, dang, I'm glad, dude. Nice. Um, but that's basically been my week. I watched Avengers again. Don't have any more to say it apart from... I, yeah, I noticed the bit of um, CGI that you mentioned. And I was like, oh, okay, but it's kind of in the background. You can get away with it, but yeah. Now you pointed, now you pointed it out, I noticed it quite dramatically. Yes. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, um, I'm the sort of person that that particular effect, even though it's in the background, I honed in on it so precisely <laughs> that that dominated the frame. For the me. thing is, if you hadn't been wearing your glasses, you probably would have <laughs> yeah. been blissfully ignorant. Oh yeah, if I hadn't been wearing my glasses, I would have gone. Why is everything still blurry? <laughs> <laughs> everything looks so good, but there's that modern, H- modern HD cameras are shit. <laughs> um, but that's me done for the few weeks. Okay, so then. Snipe, what have you been up to that's over the last two weeks? That's a dangerous question, isn't it? Is it a very dangerous question? question. <laughs> Rewriting Age of Sigma, apparently. Well, yeah, no, I got that finished a while ago, but yeah, no, I had to sit there all day with my favourite crayons and cross out, you know, John McLean's name and uh, it's this whole <laughs> thing. But yeah, um, I've been playing an absolute metric fuckton of Divinity Original Sin 2. <laughs> Yeah, you mentioned you'd started playing that in the last podcast, so... Oh god, I've got like 80 hours racked up on that fucker. <laughs> nice. This this is literally been like a full-time job for you. Yeah, which fucks <laughs> up the rest of my job, really. But no, I've been playing... Oh my god, I've been playing my main character, I've been playing with Longfang, and when I've not been playing it, I've been playing another character, and I've just started another character, and oh my god. This is the new WoW for you. This No, this is better than WoW. It actually has a good story. <laughs> well, yeah. And characters that I don't hate. There's, there's actual writers involved. <laughs> there's, there's, there are writers in this game. Oh, oh my god, I'm surprised at how much I'm enjoying Divinity. It's so fucking good. 
Oh my goodness, is it good. <laughs> I, I, I tried to go through with like a bunch of different characters, because I always take Ifa and Sibyl the, and the Beast, because I love those guys, they're super cool. The Beast. The Beast. The beast. Makes me just think I of asked... um, what we do in the shadows again. <laughs> I, I thought you were the talking beast. about what you and I do in the shadows. No, 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 no the film. <laughs> you see, I was like, dude, what? <laughs> I like how you go to what we do in the shadows, but I was going to Frank Herbert's Dune. Okay, that's different. See, I went to, because I used to go to a college called Southeast Derbyshire College, and we had a aggressively snooty, stuck-up, horrible lecturer called Kath. And she she thought if you actually tried it, Art, you sucked at it. She was like, she would suck the dick of, like, like fucking Tracy Emin and, and like, those people who just put glasses of water on shelves for days on end. Yeah, yeah. And she was this horrible fucking creature, so we referred to her as the Beast from Southeast. <laughs> okay. Because she was just abominable. So that's where I went. Yes. Um, but yeah, the Beast is like, he's a really good-natured nautical dwarf. Yeah. Uh, he's really sweet. He reminds me of Johnny, if Johnny wasn't a dick. <laughs> Johnny's not a dick. He's totally a dick. <laughs> Only to Nathan. Like, yeah. I don't know how no one could, like, how could you not love Nathan? <laughs> Well, John, that giggles knowingly. <laughs> Do you want a list? I would like one, yes. We'll work this out after the podcast. Uh, like an itemized you... list of why Nathan isn't loved by all. I don't want to throw shade, but I'm fairly sure Nathan started it. How the fuck did Nathan start <laughs> it? You probably called what, him short it... or something. Well, I mean... A few times. Okay. But, like, you probably called him worse. I don't know if I have, actually. <laughs> I don't know, I think you might have done. But anyway, the dwarf is really nice. <laughs> Unlike other dwarves I've met. But no. He's, uh, I don't know why they call him the Beast. But you ask no. him and he says, he says, I'll tell you when you're older. <laughs> no, it's okay. Which mm. I, don't, I don't know if he's hitting on me, but I think he I, might be. I think we know exactly why he's called the Beast then. <laughs> well, moving swiftly on. But no, he's really cool. Sibyl is like an ex-slave who's really fucking... She's a bit mad. She's a bit like, oh yes, let's get to killing. But you know what? After a while, she—I mean, she, she gets okay. She's fun to have around. She's kind of a bit of a machine. And Ifin's just—he's oh, the best. He's your bae, isn't he's, he? He's—he's—he's—he's he's, he's, he's my character's boyfriend all the time, forever. He's—he's <laughs> fun he's because you can romance them as well. Okay. And I've got like to act three, and everyone is hitting on me, and I'm like, fucking what? No, <laughs> stop! Like, like Sibyl is like, hey. Um, like she just walks up to me and starts holding my hand, and I'm like, "Could you fucking not?" I have ne- like I have actually avoided romantic like options in in conversation, but okay. And the beast starts like he kind of waters up and he's stroking his beard, like it's kind of pretty out on the sea. And I'm like, "No, <laughs> just fucking stop." <laughs> I don't care if you go like a sewing machine. I ain't interested. <laughs> Please leave me alone. And then just descended into an awkward silence. But yeah, no, it's a really good story. Like, I really like how it's, you know, it's got a lot of branching paths. Like, it's diet D&D. Mm, and yeah. I've just, I've been digging that so much and just loving it. So yeah, 80 hours. Yeah. I think it's 80 plus hours at this point. Because <laughs> I did play like a couple of hours before we had to do the podcast. <laughs> Which is fine. That's fine. That's don't, fine. Don't look at me like that. It's fine. Yeah, it's only a problem <laughs> when you admit it's a problem, so... It's not. Yeah. But it's not a problem though. So exactly. It's just like a crippling heroin addiction. <laughs> it's only a problem when you admit it. No, that's 
that's you can't compare really. That's, I think that's a bit of an unfair comparison. Okay, like a cocaine addiction. Okay, that, do I look like I'm a loaded person? <laughs> do I look like I have money? No. Uh, so yeah, I can recommend it again because it's really good. And uh, honestly, I don't want to go to the gym after this. So I want to sit there and play more <laughs> Divinity. <laughs> If I increase my strength stat, it's kind of like being at the gym. It's absolutely not. It kind of is. If, ha- if, I, if my life was a pen and paper RPG. Have you managed to do anything other than Divinity? Well, some things. I'm like, uh, it's not all I've done in the past couple of weeks. Don't you fucking dare. Don't why, you start. I was just going to say, why are you saying this in front of me, the one person that knows the truth? <laughs> Well, but I haven't just been playing that. I've been doing art and other stuff that is just pointless to talk about in the podcast. I had to go to the doctors, and that like that I thought I had to go to the doctors to talk about my hearing aid and whether I wanted one or not, which I would have said no. And he just looked at my chart and went, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, you just see a specialist, you deaf bench. And I was like, okay. It was awfully unprofessional of him. I know, it was a bit, but, you, you know. See, when, I kind of like him leveling with me. When I said, um, you know, have you done anything else, that was actually my comedic way of trying to segue you into the second topic that you have written in the notepad file that's sitting dead in front of it. <laughs> Stop breaking the fourth wall. Yes, actually, dearest, darling, sweetheart, sugar pie, honey pie, love of my life, apple of my fucking eye, I've read The Martian. Ooh, okay. Ooh, is this something we can talk about now? Have you read The Martian? Yeah. Did I it's not mention- really good. Yeah. Okay, cool. I, yeah, I enjoyed I it too. I really liked it. Yeah, I, I knew. I, I literally, when I started reading like all the readouts and the numbers and the maths to you, and I turned around and said, Drama Matt would fucking wank over this book. <laughs> How right was I? Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it's like I was sitting there, like, I think I got to page 17, and I was like, I have no idea about half the shit this guy's done. <laughs> I, I vaguely know that it involves a lot of maths. But yeah, he's doing it. He's doing it good. But no, I thought that was really good. I thought there was, like... i say the weakest parts of it were the third-person parts. Because like, it does swap over to kind of, like, yeah. other people. Yeah, it's not yeah. entirely, like, first-person note form. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought those were probably... They weren't weak because they were poor story, I say. It was just the way it was written. So it was like, Jim said, John said, Jim said, Alice said. And it just kind of went on like that. And said was, like, the only thing he had. Which... To be fair, it's like that's not really. It's technically it, it correct, still... but it's a little dull to read. Yeah, but yep. the thing is, the book was still really good in spite of that. Mm. So, but no, I really enjoyed it. I thought the ending was good. Yeah, have you seen I, the oh. film? No, but I want to. Okay. I thought it was on Netflix, but it is. Oh, I don't know because I, I no. saw the film before I read the book. Yeah, um, we only read the book. I think we bought it at Christmas. Um, have you got the book with Matt Damon's face on or the original cover? Yeah, I mean, I, I was going to get one off Amazon, but it was like, oh yeah, if you want free shipping, you just spend like 20 quid on books. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we just got it. There's like, there's like in the charity shops in, Dar- in, around, in and around Derby, there's like, there was like three or four copies in each charity shop we went in. So Really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. When we, well, this is when we were, they might have all sold, but yeah, there's loads of them lying around. I mean, I got mine from HMV. For two pound fifty, two pound fifty. So I was just yeah. like, "That's fucking great," and I don't care if it has the movie. I know a lot of people get really uppity about that. It's like, look, if it gets people reading, who gives a fuck? Well, about having movie covers. Yeah, yeah. I That's will like... say I've got a really cool one because um, I mentioned it. I did mention it earlier. My um, copy of the um, first three Dune books 
uh, like a, co- a compiled form, and they're in a sleeve that was from the 1980s movie because it's from then. Yeah. So I've got the one with them. Um, oh fuck, I forgot his name now. The actor who was in um, Twin Peaks and stuff, and there's him on the front. And, mm. so that's it's, it's that's kind of interesting. Cool. Yeah. But yeah, no. Um, really enjoy that book. I can recommend it, and I do really look forward to seeing the movie. I want to see how they kind of because I when reading the book, it did feel like a lot of it was. Not like stage instructions, but it was almost like a script mm. in the way that it would... Like, there's there's a part where he's doing something, and then it's kind of telling you what's happening around, like, in like in a separate kind of paragraph. And it's like, this is straight-up movie directions. Yeah. So it wouldn't have taken so it, very much to adapt. Yeah, no. So it's kind of like, no, this this works really well. This, I think it will work fantastically as a movie. Mm. Yeah, and no, I, I Very I, I much interested in the, the trailer... I mean, it doesn't matter now you've read the book, but the trailer is one of those annoying trailers that give away basically uh, the whole plot of the film, which is kind of annoying. There should be a law against that. I fucking hate that. Yeah. Uh, and it's slightly different, if I remember from the book. I can't exactly remember. But it's, they it's still They don't give him a love interest, do they? Huh? They don't give him a love interest, do they? Uh, no. Okay, so it's not all bad. See, talking about that, um, I've been uh, I, I've been reading iRobot. Ooh, okay. Um, the Isaac Asimov um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never book. read the actual book. I've seen the film. Uh, well, mm. you've um, but... you've still not you've still yeah. not yeah. spoiled anything. <laughs> so I'm just gonna say like uh, the book because uh, I'll probably talk about it properly like when I actually finish it. But the book is made of a bunch of short stories, um, which from what I understand were published over the a course of several years and different things, and they've sort of been compiled with an overarching narrative. Okay. Um, but they're kind of unrelated. I'm about two-thirds of the way through the book, and currently no story has occurred that bears even a passing resemblance to the plot of the movie as I remember it. Okay, right. So I'm unless like one of the last couple of stories is about that, then at best, iRobot is based on one of the stories from iRobot. <laughs> Rather than being... I mean, it would be impossible. Well, it wouldn't be impossible, but it would be inadvisable to make a, make a movie based on the whole of the book. Um, just because of it being, yeah, because it being made of like several little things, but yeah, adaptations are weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, any final thoughts on The Martian? Mm, I think I've said pretty much everything. I just just read it. It is it is fun. I think it has a fantastic sense of humor. I think because um, the pro- the premise is well, it's not spoiling anything to say that the premise is um, a guy is left behind on a mission to Mars. And that could have been a real, like, like what's, like, misery wank of a book. Like, really. It could have just been like, oh, God, never going to see my family again. But it's like, the, the character is kind of like one of those people that kind of breaks tension with jokes. He's a very jovial kind of character. You know, because you were reading bits out to me as you were going through, because <laughs> yeah. you'd, like, burst out laughing at some comment. <laughs> It's very funny. And every now and again, you'd say something and I'd go, I mean, when was this book written? I have no idea. Um, Probably relatively recently. Yeah, pretty recently, I think. Okay. In the last, like, five, six years, maybe. Because I wonder if there is any um, influence from the character of John Crichton from Farscape, who was kind of a similar thing of who was in this situation which mentally broke him, but he dealt with it by constant jokes and references to, like, like TV and stuff, which no one around him got. Cause he, you know, See, funny landscape. you should mention that because, he, like, in in the book, the only thing he has really for entertainment is one guy's like USB of like 
Poirot and mystery books. <laughs> and the other thing is, like, from his commander, and it's all disco music and 70s TV shows. <laughs> so he's just, like, trapped in this horrible fucking... <laughs> it's like, it's... Being stranded on Mars is bad enough, but with only music from and, like, fucking TV shows from the 70s. Oh my god, that poor guy. <laughs> but no, and he's, like, he's still cracking jokes because... It's, and it it does alleviate a lot of the uh, the genuine like God this would suck, but like it do- also doesn't water down the actual kind of intense or emotional moments in it as well. Yeah. So I think it's it's actually fantastic balance. It's very well done. Yeah, and it's absolutely so easy to read as well. I'm for sure I read it. It in, is easy. Like, it is easy. Not long at all. So, but yeah, I, I do recommend that. It's very fun, very good. Yeah, it's worth checking out the film as well. From what I remember, it's not. I don't think it's as good as the book. But it doesn't, like, re- reading the sort of humour in the book, it could come across really badly very easily on a film. And yeah. It, and it's not, it's not as, I don't think it's quite as funny as the book. Mm. But it still, it, it does work well. Yeah. Oh, actually, talking about the, the film um, and book adaptation thing, I've got an interesting uh, problem at the moment. Because when we bought The Martian, it was, like, part of a deal of two for a fiver. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, and I and with that, I bought a book as well, and I got um, "Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep," which is okay. the, a terrible yeah. title by Philip a, K. Dick. Yeah, it's a Philip K. Dick novel that was uh, adapted into Blade Runner. Yeah, which is a, such a better name, honestly. Which is such a better name. Actually, the, the the book I've got it does say on the front. It's like Philip K. Dick's Blade Runner, in, uh, like as fil- uh, filmed as Blade Runner, but actually called you know, um, yeah, it's, it's "Do Androids Dream weird. of Electric Sheep." But at least it doesn't just say, this is Blade Runner and Blade Runner only. Yeah, yeah, at least it doesn't just pretend yeah. that's the name of the book. But um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really kind of stuck right now because I've I've been meaning to watch Blade Runner this year because it's one of the book, uh, the um, movies that I've never seen. The the original, you mean? Yeah, the original. Okay. And so now I'm stuck in this thing where I'm like, oh, do I, I've got the book, but do I watch the movie before the book or Ooh. the other way around? Yeah, because I know the movie is, I know the movie is, is supposed to be really, really good, and I'll probably really enjoy it. But will I ruin my enjoyment of the movie by reading the book, or will I ruin my enjoyment of the book by watching the movie? It's literally just pick something you want to have ruined for you. Yeah, because yeah. like, I was reading The Martian and just sitting there every every page, I was like, this is just huge spoilers for the movie, <laughs> which is really a, such a fucking weird thing. Yeah, I, th- I think you just have to bite the bullet and I th- pick one. I think I might watch the movie first. Yeah. Because then I'll get a condensed version, and then I can have an expanded version afterwards. So I'll be more interested by what was different, as opposed to being annoyed by what isn't there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that might be the most sensible way of doing this. Hmm. Ah. I mean, Philip K. Dick is, was notoriously off the wall. He's so... a strange man, was Mister Dick? Yes, he was. <laughs> Very strange. Individual. He was a but, weird you know... Dick. He was a strange. <laughs> Strange dick. <laughs> Shall we move on? <laughs> yes. Please. Strange dicks. All right. So, Wib, what have you been up to apart from strange dicks? <laughs> apart from strange dicks, um, I've been playing a lot of uh, Destiny Two um, yeah. because that came onto the Humble Monthly. Oh, uh, okay. As like the the game that comes out early um, and finally basically makes Destiny Two like a price. I think. What? Well, because it's kind of sensible. It's like, oh god, how many games do you even get? Oh, you get you get a bunch. It's like twelve dollars a month, and then that's chucked in there as one of them. So. Yeah, and um, so that... so like a couple of dollars is an, is apparently a decent price for it. Well, yeah, but like because the the thing is like if I'd have bought that thing for full price, I would have been super pissed at how like short the main campaign is. Mm-hmm. 
But then you've got the microtransactions to fill it out, so... Uh, <laughs> I haven't even... I, I, I don't even mention them because I fucking hate it. Oh, yeah. Um, but, like, as... By getting it, like, cheap and sort of separating it from that side of things, from the money side of things, which buying it cheap, that cheap does kind of do that. Like, I have actually quite enjoyed it, because I really like the aesthetic of of Destiny. I like the way, like, the tech in it looks and stuff. And I even like some of the, um, some of the characters and stuff, like, um, I mean, there's the character of Cade, who's voiced by Nathan Fillion, doing basically himself. Is he just Mal? <laughs> he, nice. He's just himself. Um, he's just playing the character Nathan Fillion always plays. Mal. <laughs> um, yeah, basically. But as a robot, Robot Mel. Um, okay. Who makes me very uh, who makes me very happy because there's a bit and I because the game's been out for fucking ages and it's such a minor point. I'm going to do a minor minor spoiler, not for the overarching plot at all. Just for Nathan Fillion's romanceable options. Just for his romanceable options. Okay. Which Wait, is you can romance him. No, you can't. About to say, I was, um, about, I was about to be interested. <laughs> but there's a part where they're in a, in like a a barn and. Uh, his character Cade is sitting there just stroking a chicken because they're just stroking his cock in the bar because they're just dirty bastards like they're having this serious like discussion about like this this world ending problem he's just sitting there just talking stroking a chicken stroking his Philip Philip K you could say stroking his (laughs) Philip K And like, I was playing this through. I was playing this through with a friend, and like as we were, as we were playing through it, I, I, I'd made up a backstory. I want look any time that he's not on screen, explicitly shown, hold, like not holding the chicken. I like to imagine he's holding the chicken. So whenever he's over your radio, he's a struggling. I, I like to imagine okay. that he still had the chicken. I'd name the chicken Marjorie and everything. Yeah, but the chicken's okay. name is Colonel. Yes, because, but it's Colonel Marjorie. Because later on. The chicken does reappear, used as a distraction. So he did keep the chicken. I love it. It's canon. It, I made a head cannon and it was proved correct <laughs> as it went on. And yes, the chicken's actually called Colonel. But, Colonel Marjorie. Yeah. Um, and so I was very happy about that. But yeah, I'm, I'm currently just into like I've done the main campaign and I'm just into the post game stuff. So that reminds me of uh, I was playing Sniper Elite Four, and you blow up a bunker. And like the big cinematic kind of like camera pan, and there's a chicken that runs out of it, but is engulfed with flames. Oh! And I actually tweeted at Rebellion saying, "Please, for the love of all things holy, tell me that that chicken at the end of this mission is okay." <laughs> and they just sent me back a gif of some fucking guy doing, you know, the like you purse your lips and kind of raise your eyebrows, like. Mm. And I was, I have never been so hurt by games. <laughs> That's not okay. <laughs> They fucking... Not only did they break the news to me, they broke it in GIF form! <laughs> the fuck does that? That's the worst way. It's the worst. Um, but yes, I'm into like the post sort of story thing where I'm just grinding out for gear. I've even played some of the PvP, which shockingly, I didn't completely hate. and was actually, mostly hated. And was actually able to kind of compete okay in. Like I've played, okay. I think I've played like five games of the PvP and I've been on the winning side three of those times. It's just Halo. You can play it with a mouse and keyboard, so it's better than Halo. Um, yeah, but still Halo. <laughs> in 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 my opinion, because I I don't I, I I'm terrible at first person shooters with a controller. But I went I did games dev during the time where Halo was at its most popular. Oh yeah. Don't fucking talk to me about Halo. Don't fucking approach that subject with me. I mean, you brought it up to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but I like <laughs> playing. So. Um. <laughs> Shut up. 
as a console shooter, Halo was was pretty good. It was it's good just baby's first FPS, yeah. It's just oh, what you gonna do? Person typing that comment? Mm, go in back the... and play your baby FPS. Do you want to, do you want to stop being so antagonistic for no, no reason? That's kind of what people have come to expect from me. <laughs> I, I, I am just a liver. I ain't changing now. Okay. Listen, um, fuck Halo, it's dumb. <laughs> Cortana's too pretty, it's stupid. It actively makes everyone stupider by looking at a hot AI. <laughs> okay. I don't like her costume, it's dumb. It undermines the character. It does kind of, yeah. How? Master Chief sucks. The, the way that they create Spartans is dumb. Warthogs are a cool name, though, but they're a stupid vehicle. You dumb? The Flood is a natural disaster, not Alamales. The needle gun was stupid. It looked like a potato with a bunch of crystals stuck in it. That's like you'd something you'd find on a fifty-year-old woman's fucking Etsy page. Can we stop talking about Halo now? Mm, there's no chickens in it. I don't believe there are chickens in it. <laughs> the Halo, biggest no. insult. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest insult. <laughs> anyway, space chickens. Yes. So they are the um, best. Yeah. So Destiny. The PvP is actually not terrible. Even the grinding stuff, like, for me, I'm okay with it, because I kind of have a soft spot for kind of overly grindy games. Because um, it gives me, it's it's like... You should fine... try meat and fuck. <laughs> That's a different kind of grinding. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a, a certain... There's a certain place in my heart for the type of game that you can just sit there and idly play whilst you're thinking about other things, and you can just be wandering around, like shooting enemies and just gradually earning rep with things and like just building up those sort of things like that's okay for me now again if it was full price then it would be so overpriced and i totally understand why people were pissed off about that and especially considering that all the nonsense of sudden stuff has been gated off now due to dlc coming out which is bullshit but as something to pick up pick it up through the humble monthly where it's dirt cheap you know what it might be worth a shot it's all right. Unlike Halo. Unlike Halo. Mm. <laughs> uh, the only other thing I have to mention is also uh, sci-fi related. Shocking, I know. <laughs> um, but I finally bit the bullet and I've I've started breaking the back of watching Enterprise. I'm not enabling uh, this behaviour. Nice. Yeah. No, dude, no, it's not nice. Well, it is because like it's going to be hanging over to you till you've done it. So yeah, like you might as well watched- do it. Stop I've, being an enabler. I've watched the whole of Discovery, so yeah. What like I really owe it to watch the whole of Enterprise as well. Why it might get better? It does apparently. I've heard the last season of it's actually good, like not just good for Enterprise, but just generally pretty good. But the first couple of seasons are a bit. Oh shit. yeah, so this game's really good once you pass the sixty-hour mark. Yeah, but it, Matt, it's a completionist how, how thing at this point. How far into if you just take it into account of all Star Trek, like you're how many hundreds of hours into it at this point? So you kind of might as well do the last twenty or yeah, because I think there's something like seven hundred odd episodes of Star You've Trek out in total. Nineteen of your teeth, you might as well pull out the rest of them. Yeah. But I've watched like say six hundred of the episodes of Star Trek. You pulled so... out five hundred of your teeth, <laughs> you might as well pull out the last one hundred. Honestly, like... Um, as long as it's nowhere near me, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's not as if you don't ever play terrible games or whatever, for the, or watch terrible yeah, things. Yeah, but that's different because I'm awesome. <laughs> yeah, fair. Don't... And it's only cool when I do it. Right. <laughs> look, just, <laughs> just look at it like this. No. Enterpri- I'm not looking at Enterprise anyway. Enterprise is my Riverdale. 
I haven't watched Riverdale since. Yeah, but you've watched like two seasons of the fucker. Because <laughs> I genuinely hate myself and enjoy suffering. Well, ha- am I not allowed to do that as well? No, because I care about you. <laughs> anyway, Enterprise. Star Trek Enterprise. Still better than Halo. The earliest prequel. Um, <laughs> even earlier than Discovery. Um, so, I'm about 17 episodes through it now. It's got a dog in it. It does have a dog in it oh. called Porthos, who is nice. adorable. Porthos. I just want po- the Porthos show. That would be better. It's dog Thanos. <laughs> oh, God! I, you know what? I love that dog. I don't give a fuck. I would die for that dog. So, I've got a couple of, uh, a couple of uh, notes about the show that I'd like to like to bring up, and my uh, being, like, you know, most of the way through season one at this point. Mm. Okay. Which is that um, you could cull most of the cast, and it wouldn't matter. Not, because not, not the papa, though. Not the pupper. No. Um, the pupper actually does matter in a couple of occasions. No, 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 no. The dog always matters. Yeah, but I mean, like, narratively Make speaking. it the captain. Yeah, that Captain be doggo. <laughs> People thinking it's the dog has been a plot point. Um, thinking the ca- the dog is the captain, rather. Okay, I was Sorry. Like, yeah. what? What's sorry, the dog? I, sorry, that, I'm was bit... so, that was so foreboding. I've been trying to, to, to like, talk about this, and you keep throwing me off. I'm sandbagging you. I, ju- I, I just want to get this Enterprise bollocks out of my brain. Okay, go on. I'm so... stopping you. Jesus. Get on with it. So... Come on, then. Don't be shy. Stop this. So... A few notes. So one, yeah, most of the, most of the ca- a lot of the cast could be removed. Like there's a, a guy called Mayweather who, at this point, has only been relevant in one episode. Um, Hoshi could be gone. Uh, fuck. Like honestly, you could remove the character of Malcolm, who's like the armory officer. It wouldn't matter because really, the the story is about um, to Paul Archer and. Um, trip at this point like they're the only three characters that are really important and the dog and the dog to a lesser extent because he's a dog no no the dog's the most important okay. thing to me but the the weird thing is is that even despite that like the two best characters are ones that don't really matter that much which is uh, dr flox who i actually kind of like and malcolm who i mentioned isn't really important but at least he's um a slightly annoyed British person, so at least, he's you know... He's literally just you. He's my audience <laughs> okay, proxy. Yeah, yeah that, that's your representation right there. Um, and Flox is, is, is the alien on board, and he's kind of quirky. He's basically what would happen if you went and remade Neelix to not be as annoying. Neelix was so fucking annoying. <laughs> so you can't... I think he's basically like another take at that to make it work. And so I actually kind of like the character. Like, he's a bit weird sometimes. He's a bit, like, you know... Lol, so random about things on very occasion, very occasionally, but like for the most part, he's kind of endearing. Um, although the weird part about the characterization is, you know how you would have characters in the previous shows that would be would take the role of like the audience proxy in terms of the awe of things, so they be they can be um, go you know taken along with an event because they're so like enraptured by the whole experience like harry kim would do that in voyager or um to a lesser extent even like i, I seem to remember quite a few episodes of like LaForge doing that where he'd get kind of in over his head because there's like something magical and wonderful happening and he wasn't cynical enough to like take you know to be suspicious of it do you want to know who does that role in this show the dog the captain uh so, i mean the guy is like the guy who's like the top of the command yeah so it's archer 
So it ends up meaning that Archer comes across as a shit captain who doesn't know what he's doing like 90% of the time because he just gets balls deep in events that he doesn't know what he's doing all the time. <laughs> and so you're just sitting there going like, so Jonathan Archer is just an idiot, which meant when in Discovery they mention him by name as being like a great captain, yeah. you sit there and you go, nah, I've, I've seen at least three episodes of the show at this point. Like, I, I know that Jonathan Archer is not a good captain. I'm going to no-prize that and say that history is written by the victor and they've actually made him out to be way more capable than he actually is just so they look better. That could be true. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Uh, There is an episode, um, the last episode I watched was one that had Ferengi in it. Females. And the cool thing about it was that there was four Ferengi and I can't remember who played one of them, but the other three were like notable actors it was kind of fun to see them playing for uh, playing Ferengi, one of which was um, Ethan Phillips, who played Melix. So got to see him play a different role, because he's not a bad actor as far as I understand, and he's, he was it's fine just, as a Ferengi. The role Fre- wasn't fantastic. Yeah, he was fine as a Ferengi. Um, there was also Clint Howard, who you will recognise as the small, weird-looking guy, who was strangely in um, the original series at one point as a child. Oh. Um, and, uh, of course, because he has to play at least two roles in any given Star Trek series nowadays, um, Jeffrey Combs. Uh, was playing a Ferengi, uh, but in a completely different Ferengi to the one that he played in Deep Space Nine. So he was playing more okay. of a Rom-type character than the character of Brunt that he mm. played in uh, Deep Space Nine. So yeah, um, that was kind of fun to see, because it's always nice to see Jeffrey Combs, because he also plays a reoccurring Andorian character in Enterprise as well, because he just Oh, I like how they just like swap out a bunch of people in makeup mm. just like oh yeah you can play this guy uh, I love it the best one was of course he played two reoccurring roles in DS9 which sometimes will both be in the same episode because he played Brunt the um oh fuck I forget what what the actual thing they were called um but it was like Ferengi like financial like investigator uh, investigator uh called Brunt and then he also played Wayun who was um oh fuck I forgot uh Oh shit! I forgot the name of the, ra- the alien race, but it's the um, the like cloned helpers of the uh, changelings. So, mm. and he played like multiple versions of the same character, just the different clones. So he, yeah, he quite often would play both of those in the same episode, which must be fun for him. <laughs> well, yeah, it wouldn't be, wouldn't it? But yeah, so I'm going to watch the rest of Enterprise. Fortunately, it's not very long compared to the other series, the other like versions of Star Trek. So, yeah. is it four series? Off the number four in my head. Yeah, I think it's four. So um, that should be interesting. I'm. I can't wait until I get past the ship seasons and get to the ones that are supposed to be decent. <laughs> that will be nice. Well, I hope. I hope it gets better and you enjoy it. Uh, so do I. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's all I've got to talk about. So um, I guess we can move on to the questions. Ah, uh, yes, the questions. Questions. That sounded very uh, worky and... Professional, I think, is the term. Professional. Professional yeah. is the word. Was professional the term you were thinking of when no, you said worky? Worky is... That's the professional term for being professional. Oh, You, you okay. like to keep it cash. Oh, okay. But still, that's, that's as casual as you can be with being professional. It's this new thing. Oh, you okay. haven't heard of it. I invented it. Okay. Mm. Um, since you know all the, all the words and you... I know all of the words. You have the best words. I have... <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> um, do you want to tell everyone at home what the email address they should send their questions to is? I probably could, yeah. Do I you could... want to? Mm, after, such af- a after this word. many episodes, do you remember it? Uh, of course I do. Of course I do. 
It's only drummer Matt at snipe and Wib at gmail.com. That is true. That is, yeah. that is the email address to send it to. It the is... first at is just AT and the second at is the at symbol because yes. we are fuckheads. <laughs> yep. Yep. This joke old yet with the whole stupid email ad- well, we can't we, we, we can't change far. it now. We can't change change it. It. Yeah. <laughs> so that email address again, if you want to send in questions, which I implore you to do so because they're fun to answer, is only drummer Matt at snipe and Wib at gmail dot com. That's a legitimate yep. website. Um, page email. So we've had a we've had a bunch. Some of them are questions, some of them are more suggestions, but as usual I'll go through them. Um so first up we've got Greg, aka the Beast of Bramble Jam. Ring any bells? Good. Yeah, no. Greg. Um, good, good. Yeah, so he he's asking uh, Wib, how far have you progressed in Subnautica? Are you still making progress? Oh and uh, Do you feel do you know anything about the upcoming uh, DLC? I know nothing of the upcoming DLC. I played a fair bit of it a few weeks back now. Um, I where did I get to? I'd made like a full base. Um, I'd built the bigger. I hadn't built the biggest submarine, but I actually had like a little submarine to zip around in now. Um, and I was slowly um, exploring and figuring things out. I have no idea how f- close to an end game I was. Um, so yeah, it's kind of hard to say when it's like a survival game and you're intentionally not like spoiling yeah. things for yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was nice. starting to find components for the big submarine. That's basically where I was. Yeah. I think I was about halfway through finding those components. Mm. Is where I left off. Okay. Sorry, I'm still grinning because the Beast of Bramble Jam. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> that makes um, you so happy. Their second point was they sent me a couple of images which I'll just drop in your Skype now. Um, right. Which are more directed at you, Snipe. <laughs> yeah, I, every time I see them, I gotta confirm that's literally Australia. Uh, do you want do you want to say what they are? I probably should. Yes, Codex Australians, a bunch of uh, oh god, it's the uh, cover of the old Catachan yeah. um, Codex. Or what was it? Alpha Boost, uh, Alpha Bus says Catachan or something stupid. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, Catachan Codex. This has got Australians, and then there's the Chirinic Codex. It's got Australian wildlife. Because, yeah, no, that's, that's pretty accurate, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's painfully accurate, actually. <laughs> How many times have you seen those JPEGs? A few, but it makes me feel nice that people see something and think of me and they want to share it with me. So. <laughs> that's true, that's true. I, I hadn't seen them before, so I laughed at them. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, also thought they were very very appropriate. <laughs> painfully appropriate. <laughs> yeah. I think oh, more the Tyranids being Australian wildlife, even more so than this, the guys oh, in that's, vests that's, being yeah, Australians. That's incredibly but they're accurate. both very accurate. Mm. Um, next up, uh, Andrew, a couple of suggestions. He says, because uh, we mentioned The Expanse in the last recording. Yes, yeah. it's um, been fucking cancelled, but now they're, yeah. not, they're starting to consider maybe not cancelling it, which I think is a worrying thing for for TV shows to know that we actually give a fuck, because then yeah. maybe they'll start cancelling things just because they want to gauge interest. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good point. That's quite terrifying. I hadn't thought yeah, of that. Yeah, I don't, I, don't trust, I don't trust big fucking corporations at all, yeah. as far as I can comfortably kick them, which I cannot, because I am one woman. Yes. No matter how strong I am, and I am incredibly strong. Yeah. But... For reference, the Codex Australians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Uh, so that kind of worries me. I mean, because Brooklyn Nine Nine was cancelled and then taken up again. Yep. For a different thing. So thank God for that. But yeah, I'm hoping the Expanse gets saved as well because I've heard nothing but fantastic. Yeah. Well, stuff so Andrew says, um, yeah, the Expanse is awesome. 
Like seriously, go watch it. Yeah, um, apparently it's the be- it. he thinks it's the best uh, modern sci-fi series I've seen. Cool. I, I have heard that statement from a couple of people, so yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I have been meaning to, but yeah. yeah, we will. I think it's on Netflix. As long as it's it less is, boring yeah. than the other Netflix sci-fi that we mentioned last time as well, which I've altered carbon. Yeah, so yeah. I'm so bored of it. I've just forgotten the name of it. I couldn't. I couldn't. Sorry if anyone likes it. Like, fair, if you like it, that's fine. But I just, I just couldn't get through that. Yeah, first. If you like it, that's great. Yeah, but I, I just could yeah. not get into it. I've been watching the uh, Netflix season Dark, Ooh. which is a German show. Okay, mm. what's very that about? Good. Uh, how do I describe it? Uh, it's it's about uh, a town next to kind of like a nuclear plant where stuff starts going really weird. It's like it's quite realistic, kind of. It's it's a realistic kind of thriller. It's it's a bit grim, but I I do like the action acting is really good. Um, the story is done is done well. It has a lot of child actors, but damn, they do well. Oh, nice. They do really well. So yeah, I can recommend that to you. Like, Dark. It's good. But yeah. I haven't finished it yet, but I'm getting through it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess that's a bit of a sci-fi as well. Well, so, yeah, okay. it is literally science fiction. So. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a sci-fi too. Uh, their second system was... Um, so we mentioned LARPing a while ago. Yes. Um, they're recommending. I know Ash really wants to do some LARPing. They're recommending a... They're, they're biased, but they recommend Empire LARP, which I have I have heard of, actually. Um, I've seen someone do a video on on what it is. Um, They say it's not for everyone because you go and camp with like 2,000 plus people for a whole weekend. So So it's basically like a music festival but everyone's pretending that they're an orc or something. From the sound of it. So it's pretty intense. So it might not be a... (laughs) (laughs) It's intense! (laughs) I was wondering whether you noticed or whether you... Anyway. Dude, I cannot let a pun go by. Um... (laughs) <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I'd have to dress up as Nathan, and I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, they say you are so... allowed to have more than one RP character. I do, but I just like Nathan the best because <laughs> he annoys you so much. But um, yeah, no, I think we should do it at some point. Okay. I don't know when, and not necessarily that one. We'll have to find one that's like easy to get into to start with. What we should yeah. just do is say fuck it all. Go camping in the in like in random woods somewhere like at the back of Aldi. Just dress up as our characters and then just go on adventures. Yeah, and get arrested. And not we won't get arrested because you know the cops will have lower initiative than we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> Throwing tennis balls at a cop going like cast magic missile. <laughs> How well do you think that's going to go? Not great. Well, the thing is, the problem with cops is that they have chain lightning. Better in the UK than America, though. They have shocking touch. Yep. <laughs> but the thing is, we'd massively outnumber them. So what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen, is if you want a true D&D experience, you need to dress up, go out in the woods, and fight the police. Good. Um... I just want to just it's say... It's the best that... D&D experience ever. No negative repercussions can ever come out of this. I'm just going to say, Snipe and Wib as an entity <laughs> uh, does not endorse this action. And yes, I do. And it should not be taken as a sensible thing that you should follow. Much like pretty much everything else we say on the podcast. Or in your videos. Well, yeah. Mm. But this one especially. This one especially. <laughs> Yeah, but it's cool because then when they arrest you, if 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 they manage to arrest you, if you haven't like won the combat and then like looted them, also they carry really good loot. The cops do, fantastic loot. They're not like your average city girl. <laughs> you can pick up the spell. Before like, we actually touch. get in trouble, let's move on. Um, yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Bri- <laughs> Brian wrote in. Um, they love listening to our D and D exploits. So apologies, it's been a little while, but you know. Yeah, sorry. We're, we're planning to play next time, so we'll, we should have some more D and details next yes. time. Yes. Uh, question for Snipe: uh, How Ooh. far into the fables are you? Not very far because the books are expensive. So. <laughs> I've read the first episode, like Fables, the, f- the first, the first issue. book issue. Well, it's not an issue; it's like compilation. Yeah, so Fables one I've read, and um, the uh, the the big be killing Nazis I've read. I'm, I'm wanting to get the second one and, and etc. Yeah, well, cause but, isn't the um, was it Wolves of the Homeland or is something? It Wolves of the Homeland or Halfland? I can't something remember. Like that. Yeah, um, but it, that if that's I remember, that's kind rightly, of like a bit of that's on the outside of just this is happening. Yeah, that's not part of the mainline yeah. Fables comic yeah. series. It was like a spin-off. It was. I found it in the works for like a fiver, and I was like, shit, yes, oh, yeah. I'm getting this. Fuck yeah! But yeah, so I'm kind of working my way up to it because they are kind of pricey. <laughs> Especially to get all of them like that. Get all of yeah. them. Yeah. But I'm, I'm looking forward to getting more of the more mainline fables comics. So, yeah, I will keep everyone updated and see if I get to see more Big B Peen. Because that's why everyone's tuning in. I mean, that's oh, yeah. the only reason. Yep. That's literally the only reason. Uh, finally, they sent a dog picture of their dog called Puck, who's good. Oh! She looks like he's drinking out of a, a um, beer, a pint glass. So, not sure okay. if it's beer, but we'll see. Moving on. Uh, Princess Bowie. Um, says, Princess Bowie? Princess Bowie. Okay, uh, that's a says, fantastic um, name. Snipe, don't be worried about not painting your army. Um, they've had most of theirs for many years and have only, in inverted colours, finished two vehicles <laughs> and some boys. Um, Thank you. And they're, Thank and you they're so still much. buying more. Um, You're doing great, dude. Yeah. Keep at it. Also, a lot, a lot of the lore you write for Age of Sigma is fucking crazy and kind of awesome. Thank you. I, I work really hard at it. <laughs> Uh, keep of... keep your eyes peeled. In, in a couple of months, there's going to be a real big thing coming out. <laughs> nice. They've also got a couple of recommendations. They say to Wib, but I guess it could be to anyone. Uh, first up, a book series written by someone called Jack Campbell called The Lost Fleet. Okay. Yeah. Apparently it's quite good. The first book's called Dauntless, and there's quite a few more. Okay. Is is this a sci-fi thing, then? Or... Uh, it doesn't say. Cause it, it goes, it's, presumably... either, it's either going to be boats or spaceships. Uh, just because it was aimed at me, so yeah, I assume it was probably sci-fi. Well, the second suggestion is a TV show, um, which I have heard of, but I have not watched a sci-fi original show called Town Called Eureka. Not oh, that one. Yeah, I remember that. Um, I never yeah, I feel s- like I might have seen an episode or two, but I can't remember. I think my... Dad might have recommended okay. that to me at some point, it's actually. It's been around for a while, and apparently the pilot over-sexualizes some of the characters, but it gets better after that. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Like, I would say you've always got to watch this, the episode after the pilot, because yeah, yeah. so many... Like, they can literally just remove whole characters, change the actors. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, pilots are always... Pilots are yeah. funny. Like, oh, like, the pilot for Buffy the Vampire Slayer is so fucking weird, because <laughs> they yeah. have a different person playing Willow. Oh, I've never seen that. Yeah, it's just oh. strange... Weird. Yeah. I think I'm just used to Alison Hannigan, so... Well, yeah. 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 She's pretty cool. Mm. Uh, next up, No Mission Inquisition. Um, enjoying the podcast. Hoping um, the adventures of the Misanthropy Party will continue soon. Which... <laughs> Misanthropy Party is a great name. <laughs> Likewise, I hope. Um, <laughs> You're the DM. You're the one who gets to kill us if we fuck up. Well, yeah, yeah. I just, I, said, I just meant I hope we have another chance to play soon. Is all. Oh, okay. That would be really fun because I love playing with you guys. Yeah. Hopefully next really week. Yes. Um, anyway, less of a question and more of a suggestion. Again, again, targeted towards Wib. Um, all right. But I guess anyone now, we've all started playing Gaslands. 
You mentioned having a pile of space marine parts while talking about Gaslands vehicles. They wanted to um, impart the concept of perhaps using an arm, apparently. Like putting space marine arms on either side of the car. Or alternatively, okay. stick a foot at the front and use that as a ram. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's pretty good, actually. Well, I mean, I guess there is nothing stopping me doing that. Mm. Or you just put like two, like an, a defiler arm either side. Oh my lordy, we can make we can make the um, beetle with hands for wheels or whatever it was. Oh god, the oh, beetle yeah. oh, with yeah. fists. A VW beetle with human hands. <laughs> no, human fists. That's terrible. Yeah, I need it. It was hands. I remember doing the Photoshop. Yeah, but my it, god, it wasn't I remember an doing actual the beetle though. <laughs> no, no, not that. No. That, that, okay. The thing with fists... That's... Why do we keep giving things hands? <laughs> okay, the, the thing with fists was... A, okay, a, t- tell me about the thing with was fists. Was a Photoshop of an actual beetle, as in the, an insect, yeah. that I did for, I believe it was the Fable video. Beetles with fists, A VW yes. beetle with human hands is the name of one of the old podcast episodes. Of course it is. And I photoshopped a pair of hands <laughs> where the wheels should be on a VW beetle. What, is the back end wheels? Uh, you could, feet? You couldn't see the back end. Oh. Well, and then what would theoretically be there? I don't Four know. Uh, we may have already gone through this tough philosophical ground mm. yeah, um, in like the it. episode in which we talked about it, although I don't remember the context for it whatsoever. That's so the thing, I look back past on the, the, the podcast titles and just go, the fuck did we get to that point? The worst one is when someone will leave a comment, like, joking along with something that we've done. And they won't timestamp it, so we can just like... Uh, like of an old episode, and it's like, look, I'm not, I'm not going to sit down and listen to an hour and a half of us prattling on again. Yeah. So um, if you do want to reference something specifically, timestamp it for us, so we oh know no, what the hell you're talking don't, about. Don't, don't, they don't have to do that. You do, otherwise no, we'll ban you. They don't have to do that. We'll ban Just, you. Don't have to, but they have done in the past. Somewhat, one or two people yeah. have done in the past, and I've yeah. been very impressed with them. Yeah. So. Just. Just bear in mind, we probably, if it's an old episode, we probably don't remember what we were talking about. So if you reference something, it might require some context. <laughs> barely know what we're talking about at the time. That's a very good point. Because <laughs> sometimes I do see comments like on old videos or whatever, and I, and like they, I was so like, well, they're going to need a whole lot more sandals. Like, I'm like, what? I don't know what <laughs> happened. We recorded that two years ago. I don't fucking know what I was doing two weeks ago. Like, Evidently by the content of this podcast. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, their last um, point was, um, we've previously mentioned Brick Wars, or someone suggested it to us, and they've, they're seconding it. Uh, apparently they checked okay. it out and suggested that we at least skim the rule book because it's very funny. And at yeah. least worth a read of the rule book, even if you don't intend to play. Oh, I, you okay. see, I can't remember what it's called, but I saw a couple um, this week um, of other, like, cheap alternatives to tabletop war games that don't require, like, a huge um, amount of models. Um, they're expensive. Um, one of which was a Lego one, but it was a, like, made for, like, Gundams and things, but so you can make little Lego Gundams. Oh, that's cool. And do that. And the other one was one that you can play with literal, like, little green army men. Yeah, that's that's cool. I wish I could remember what they were called offhand. I'd have to go like digging through my feeds to find it. But um, but yeah, so I know there is a there is quite a few of those things around because yeah, ultimately there is a real there is an issue with stuff like like your games workshops. Like if if you are really are uh, you know if you really are poor, if you don't have a lot of money at all, and if you don't have, like, say, because when we started, we were in a really bad financial position. We were, we were pretty fucking bad. But we had, 
my we had like my old armies which is why that's most of mine yeah, from when i was a kid um so we were able to still get into it um and then i could you know through various things we were able to put together and all my orc army was put together as much on the cheap as possible like just bits and pieces here and there and lots of scratch building but like there is a real barrier to entry for some people and i think yeah. the fact that there are these games out there that do that is really cool i mean personally i quite like how um it was done in the original Rogue Trader rulebook, there's little photocopy cutouts in the back of it, so you can play Space Marines versus Orcs yeah. with just little cutouts. I think, and the sec- I think that's really positive. Yeah, and the second edition box set came with a cutout um, Orc Dreadnought. So you didn't need the model itself, you could just use cutouts. And I think... I, I understand why Games Workshop as an entity doesn't want you doing that, because it's gonna, cause, you know, it eats into their selling you models. But, but I, it would be nice to show a bit of... Uh bit of compassion there. Yeah, I think um, people should be a little bit more um, accepting of sometimes people doing that because they might need to because it's an expensive hobby to get into. It um, really is, yeah. But the actual game's enjoyable and it seems a little unfair to completely arbitrarily lock people off because they can't afford 300 pounds of plastic. Yeah, yeah. No. So, you know. I like the idea of these little games, basically is what I'm saying. I do, Even yeah. Gaslands kind of fits into that. Yeah, exactly. Because, um, you know, it's cost like three pounds for me to have all the cars for a team yeah yeah even like if you include the parts that were used on it because like a few bolters and things like it wasn't really much at all yeah not much for the rule book either yeah no the rule book's about i think it's about tenner on its own yeah, or something like yeah it's just over it's like 11 or 12 quid yeah or presumably a regional equivalent yeah so i don't know if it is like british or if it is if it's american or i think the guy might be British, although I don't know what I'm basing I'm that on. Basing around the fact that he's just one dude in a shed, it seems more likely <laughs> to be British because that thing, seems yeah. that. I mean, that's how really Games Workshop started, and yeah. all the other ones. So he probably lives in Nottingham, based on the you know base. <laughs> we'll go on knock on his door and be like, "Hello." <laughs> it does seem like there is actually more people involved in it. It's just that it's, I think it's Mike Hutchison. I think is the guy who's got his name on the cover. I think there is some other developers behind it, from what I've been seeing. But um, actually, funny enough, Games Workshop like they didn't start off making like making the games. Really, they were just like a supplier of games. I think it was the mail order stuff started first, and then they went on to like do White Dwarf, and then they opened like a physical place, and then they started doing like Warhammer. So I think that's the order of things. So okay. they're a bit of a weird one in terms of how they built mm. up. Uh, next up. Um... Wesley emailed in saying, um, "Shut up, Wesley." <laughs> yeah, sorry, <laughs> it's the law. Yeah, I'm sure they're completely used to it, and it doesn't annoy them at all. Um, asking if we ask if we've played Elite Dangerous. Um, I have not. I have not. They they say it's it's like Euro Truck Simulator, but in space, which I think is quite a good description. Um, hey, you've played it. I have. Yeah, I had the. Um, I don't know if we spoke about it on the podcast. I, I backed the. Hmm. I think it was a Kickstarter, or. It was some form of crowdfunding. I'm sure it was a Kickstarter um, for it. Right, oh, years ago now. Um, played it when it first came out, but it, was, it wasn't it was fully developed when it first came out. And I played it for a bit, and it definitely has tended to be one of those games that I could like fall completely into. But it just didn't quite latch me on for some reason. And I wouldn't say why. It just didn't quite snap or something. And then I kind of stopped playing it for a bit. Um, I've been meaning okay. to check it out recently. Um, just to see what's new in it, but because I think I left my um, Xbox controller, my USB one, at your place, and it's the worst kind of game to play with a keyboard and mouse. Like you, uh, you need a controller for it, basically. 
because you've got you can move in like all axes and like move and pivot in all so like trying to do that with a mouse and keyboard is like yeah not easy bit of a pain I, I can understand that um, yeah so at some point I might pick it up again I've got it I think it's I think it's still installed Maybe, yeah I can see the icon it's still installed <laughs> on my PC because it's not you can get it through Steam now but because I got it through um, the Kickstarter it's like it's got it's own um, start screen and things uh, not through yes. Steam so I kind of just forget it's on my PC but yeah it is good I just haven't played it for ages okay you could probably get into it I reckon Matt Web there. <laughs> Whatever my name is. Yeah. Yes. If you're saying the word Matt, people probably won't think that you're talking to yourself. Or maybe they do. Yeah, it's true. I just, you know. You do talk, you talk about yourself in the third person a lot. Yeah, That's true. From a mad you know. smash. <laughs> um, they also, their, their second question was um, Do you like survival games? Not is... really. Not very much. Yeah, it depends how you like. The Long they... Dark I enjoyed, but then I just the stopped Long playing Dark, it. I think. Um, did it well but I think there's the massive glut of survival games where it's just like you die of thirst if you don't have a drink for f- for 20 in-game seconds <laughs> I it's think... like that shit because it was quite in vogue for a while and yeah. loads of people were making games not really getting it I think the thing with survival games is that the ones that I have enjoyed have all been the ones that the fact they're a survival game is is not the main thing. They have something other than that. So, like, you know, back, uh, way back now, but, like, I used to play the shit out of Minecraft. Yeah. Which is fundamentally a survival game. a survival game, but, crafting game. But that's, yeah. that's more, you know, there's a lot about the building there. Or uh, Subnautica, of course, which we talked about earlier. Like, I really enjoyed Subnautica, but that's got its own thing. Like, it's the underwater thing, so it's not just your bog-standard yeah, survival yeah, yeah. thing. Even something like Don't Starve is... It's an interesting. Is, take diff- on it. is a different kind of take on it. Um, I think it's it's one of those things where I I find it kind of hard to say like do you know do you like genre of things because most of examples of any genre are going to be crap <laughs> with a, a small amount that rise to the top of being the yeah. best examples of it. And like anything, the best examples of survival games can be really good. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I played Rust for quite a while until it just reduced my opinion of humanity <sighs> so much. I was like, I can't deal with this anymore. I, I played Rust with you and Dicko, and honestly, playing Rust with Dicko is like just the way to lose all faith in humanity. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just that game I thought was it was incredibly basic, and the fact that it had other people in it actively ruined every ounce of enjoyment I could have had. Because people would just come on over and just destroy everything you'd make, or just murder you and be like, "Ha ha!" You know, it's a bit too much like real life, honestly. Yeah, which I I know is the, is the point of the game, but also it's like well, people the point will, of the game is to feel horrible. People will come over and murder you and steal your stuff when you don't have any stuff and you've just started, and mm-hmm. it's just like, mm. yeah, they'll just constantly like murder you, and like. My mic was on and I got chased by some guy screaming sexual things at me and I was like, hmm, this isn't really fun. Yeah. I'm not having the funnest time. I'm not saying that everyone who plays Rust is disgusting, but I'm just saying that every game I had was just a slog and it wasn't fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was just fair. the worst of humanity seemed to come out when I was playing. I think it's I think it's like if you are if suffering the shit that that threw at you wasn't something that, like, really bothered you that much. 
then you could probably then like, like I know Dicko quite enjoys it. Yeah, Dicko enjoys. And Dicko's like I think but he's still Dicko's one of those personable people. Yeah, he gets on with people. Like he he's willing to like he tries to engage with people. Like he sees like you know when people attack him, then he tries to talk them round and can quite often manage it. So it's like I can see if you've had those experiences, then that would alter your opinion of it. But yeah, I've never after seeing you play it, I was like, yeah, I don't particularly have any desire to play this video game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, not not a fan at all. But again, yeah, there are some some are bad, some are good. You know, yeah, it's on a case by case basis. Good answer. Very helpful. Yeah. Um, last up, uh, Shanus. First question: Is Snipe actually an X Man? Yes. Because there's the shouting and the punching and the dreams of a mysterious fa- facility, and of course, growing up in a savage fantasy land. <laughs> <laughs> what you what you're asking is, am I am I Wolverine? <laughs> the answer is the yes, s- but don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, I like the idea. Growing up in a savage fantasy land, Wolverine. You mean Canada? <laughs> yeah, horrible. <laughs> this it, literally, it's kind of like the polar opposite of. Well, I guess Russia is actually the polar opposite of Australia, because like. Oh my god. Like, crazy murder cold. But still, though, it's, it's pretty bad. Uh, That's savage land bit, of Canada. Canada are, are brutally cold. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So. Also, they have milk in a bag, which is surely a sign of savagery. I honestly don't get why milk in a bag is a problem. I don't. It's, it's a joke. <laughs> it's just a statement of it's something strange and unusual that we don't have here. We had it here for a few weeks, but everyone got freaked out by it and they stopped it immediately. I say here in the back in the UK, like a few years ago. Humans are so dumb because they like you can throw a bag of milk into like a supermarket and people will just be like, "Shut it down! <laughs> Shut it down!" Well, wasn't it like the first man to wear a top hat caused a riot? <laughs> <laughs> just because he wore it. Wrong with us as a species, dude. We're fucking awful. Like the moment like, something comes along you, that's a little bit different, are you we're like, telling me that if I went out in town and wore stilts and I don't know a bit of cheese on my head, I would cause a fucking riot? Because now I'm going to sit there and think, what can I wear to actively cause a riot? Because I want to be local woman wearing green paint, like like filled up a bunch of condoms. And full of green paint and put them on a headdress causes riot in city. I would say the modern e- millions dead. I would say the modern equivalent is whenever a uh, celebrity is photographed not wearing pants and the tabloids have a feeding frenzy. Have a feeding frenzy of moral outrage. That's sort of the equivalent of it now. Oh, I want to literally just walk into town wearing a chicken on my head. <laughs> And cause a riot. Well, what kind of world do we live in? What the fuck was I even talking about? Milk in a bag. In a bag. I like the idea. The point is that you're an X-Man. Yeah. I always wanted to be an Before X-Man. Before we get bogged down in the, <laughs> the baggy details. Yeah, I always wanted to be... I always wanted to go and live with and the, uh, the gifted children thing and just be super cool. <laughs> that was kind of a big fantasy of mine. Yeah, no, growing up in a shitty household that made that really, really sad. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go and hang out with people who can kill me with via immolation of thought. <laughs> That'd be so much nicer than where I am now. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, I'm Wolverine. Yeah, I'm Laura. Laura Kinney. That's my name. How you doing? Nice to meet you. <laughs> and very last question is one I can't answer yet because Shane has asked, 
how's the new couch? And I don't know. They're asking, oh, do, yeah, do, do, does know. it live up to my high standards? And have I marked it as mine yet with, with my own special slime? Special <laughs> apparently, slime. Which apparently I have. <laughs> which you absolutely have. Um, to which I don't know yet until next week when I will go and slime all over it. <laughs> okay. Can you? Um, okay, Matt, can you not <laughs> slime my couch? I'm not promising. It depends how good your couch is. <laughs> so if, if, it's, if it's really good, would you slime the couch? Yes. Likewise. Is it really bad? Would, would you slime the couch with shame slime? Yeah. The slime is multi-purpose. Oh, oh so do, is this like... Is it the same slime, but it's your intent is what changes, like, what you're doing? You know, what type well, of slime is it? Is it a different chemi- chemical makeup? Well, my intent changes what the slime is. Oh, okay. So what is the shame slime? I don't know. It just happens when I think about shame. <laughs> Which I imagine is, is a lot. As a concept? <laughs> or... Or when you feel shame for things you've done or seen. Hey, both. I can't control it. Okay. Are you, cons- are you just currently sliming your apartment violently because we're just talking? Yeah, I just sit, sit on a bucket at all times. <laughs> Have you had more uh, more emanations of slame, shame? Have you had... Slames, Baxter... Have you had more emanations of shame slime since you've been doing the podcast? Oh, yeah, I think that's when it started, to be honest. <laughs> Don't you blame us. What about what about proud slime? Pride slime. I don't know, I've never felt that. <laughs> never felt pride? Okay, what about happy slime? Oh, uh, well, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I don't need to go into details about happy slime. Is is that is that for a different bucket? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So have what you less tied, used have you it? tied a bucket to each ball <laughs> to swap back and forth intermittently? Can I can I make a request? Yes. That we end the podcast? <laughs> yes. So we're not talking about the different emanations of drama mat? He only has two, which is happy and no, no, three. Wait, where's the third? Okay, so he ties the third bucket to his prolapse. Aww. His prolapse? Yeah, his rosebud. His ro- okay. <laughs> no, there's a new low. Oh. <laughs> I mean, literally, I'm sitting down, I guess. But... <laughs> uh, yeah, that's end. So, we yeah. will keep you informed about the type of slime Matt comes and just violently shoots all of our, over our flat. When he sees the new couch. You're just hoping your couch is aggressively average now, right? <laughs> Painful. Don't tell me, please tell me you don't have average slime. No. Yeah, it's like, dis- a disappointed slime. Anyway, goodbye everybody at home and we're very, very sorry for what we just made you listen to. I'm not. Goodbye, take care. <laughs> Bye.